right, everybody, good to see you. We are live, 8.30, Saturday night. Going to hop right to it. My opinion, of course, we are still in the midst of a cultural emergency in the United States. If you doubt that, you're just not paying attention. So let's hop right into it. I want to get right to information tonight. I want to just ask, start off with a question. I want to know, why are these things not in the headlines? You know, I look at some of the information that I have, and I just have to ask myself over and over again. And I, and I ask the, you know, the well, I can't ask them directly, but I ask the news media, why are these not national, worldwide headlines? I'm just, I'm, I'm just very curious about it. I, again, you know, some of you have already heard this, and we're going to have, there's plenty of new stuff tonight. Last Thursday, we delved deep into Fauci and Gates, and we're going to do that again, and we're going to look into uh, Soros and Rockefeller also in the near future. But why are these things not worldwide headlines? In my opinion, right off the bat, these first two end the entire problem with coronavirus. And of course, that's what we're talking about, because that's what we have to talk about right now. At some point, we will be attacking the lukewarm church, which has been exposed in this pandemic, which it's not a pandemic. And we're going to deeply expose the inner workings of the Democratic Party, which I think can easily be summed up with the word Democratic Party. But anyway, here's those headlines. I just, uh, well, they're not headlines. That's the problem. We, you've heard me espouse this now for about a week and a half. And this is this absolute fact coming from the CDC's own website. And, you know, I want to just, of course, I use CDC, CDC statistics a lot. And I just want to always make sure people know those are skewed in favor of the deep state. Those are skewed in favor of, the, in favor of those who espouse lockdown measures. Those, those are skewed in favor of those that have to justify what they've done in crushing a $20 trillion economy. So I'll, I use the CDC stats, and even with their stats, they cannot hide from the Holocaust that they've caused. So why is this not, this is, from, this is from CDC statistics. Why is it that this is not headline news, that we have the same amount of deaths for the first four months of this year that we had statistically for last year and less than we had in 2017? That ends the entire thing. That should be all over every single news source. Like, hey, you know what? We can stop all measures. We no more social distance. Get our old folks uh, quarantined in old folks' homes because that's where most everybody's dying. Get those people quarantined. Open everything up tomorrow. That right there. We have, we have the same, statistically, the same amount of deaths for January, February, March, and April, and, May, and part of May of this year. Then we had, an, well, actually, it's just for the first four months. So it's January, February, March, March, April, as we had last year. And we have less deaths for those first four months than we had in 2017. That should stop the presses. That should end this entire thing. Why doesn't it? Does anybody ever wonder that? I, I just, I always, how is it that this sort of data gets out into the bloodstream? That's from the Gateway Pundit. That's out in the news. How is it that doesn't halt everything? That would seem to indicate that there are people with ulterior motives in this. And we can go from wide, you know, different, you know, wide-angled and wide-eyed, uh, you know, conspiracy theories and all that. We can go all sorts of different ways, 
But it, 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 you can think it's this conspiracy theory or that conspiracy theory or this reason or that reason. But if that's not, if that doesn't stop the presses, it's just like when the hot mic was caught, when the, when the USC uh, LA County study came, that came out that determined that in LA County, they had a 0.1 post-infection death rate. In other words, how many people die of coronavirus once they're infected is one-tenth of one percent. And it was the, the one reporter talking to the other reporter said that you can just take your mask off, it's over. Remember when that came out? That was like a month ago. Why didn't that stop the presses? Does anybody, there, there has to be underlying reasons. And we'll get deep into those tonight. There has to be underlying reasons why churches aren't reopening, right? I mean, here I am again, it's Saturday night. What time is it now? 8.35 on a Saturday night. And I checked all around my community today and no churches are opening. I mean, what day was it? Was it Thursday or Friday? I don't remember that Trump came out and said that churches are good to open. You can go ahead and open that they're essential. And I don't, I watched the press conference. I didn't even see him put conditions on it. And still here I am in Southwest Florida, Inglewood, Florida, just South of Sarasota between Sarasota and Fort Myers. And basically no churches are opening. I checked, I checked, I checked the local churches and nobody's opening. Can they explain to me why? And what would your motives be? Again, why is this not a national headline stopping the presses and going, you know what, this, this whole response to this coronavirus was a complete and total hoax. It was a complete and total disaster. It was completely and totally wrong. We never needed to social distance. We needed to do one thing. I don't know if you've ever seen on ESPN, I think they always do this on uh, College Game Day or one of the shows that I, that I watch about, with football. And they have, you know, it's Monday Night Football. You have one job. You had one job. Actually, it is college game day. So you have one job. It's with David Pollack. These leaders had one job. Our leaders in this country. The data showed you needed to isolate the most vulnerable. People with uh, uh, pre- pre-existing conditions, pre-existing, morb- uh, uh, you know, lung conditions, you know, age, anything else. I mean, that's what needed to be isolated. That's who needed to be quarantined from the coronavirus. They had one job, isolate the most vulnerable. And who is accounting for between 30 and 50% of coronavirus deaths? Not even the elderly. It's those in nursing homes. It's not, we can't even say it's the elderly. It's people that actually live in nursing homes. It's somewhere between 30 and 40, and uh, in some places, 80% of the deaths are coming. The leaders couldn't even do that right. But this headline, this right here, that should have been a headline that wasn't, this should have ended the entire thing. There are the same amount, total amount of deaths in the United States for the first four months of this year. There's the same amount as there was last year. Should have ended. Here's another one. The CDC just put out the, the infection, which they, what, what they call the IFR. Don't let them confuse you with the acronyms. The IFR numbers from the CDC, which is infection fatality rate, what I call post-infection death rate. The numbers from the CDC, that should end it. They're even them. I mean, they're, they're amazingly low, and I'll break them down. They even put it overall. They, you know, I think it's zero, zero from age zero to 29 it's basically 0%. I mean, 
<laughs> it's nothing. It doesn't kill anybody in that age bracket. Well, Tom, it's killed. Some, but statistically, it kills nobody from age zero to 30. Nobody. Nobody. They just put it out. They put their own death rate at 0.26%. 0.2. Two-tenths of 1% after you show symptoms, after you are symptomatic. So they even put their post-infection death rate about the same as I do. The crazy nut job right winger. And that's with their blown up, you know, they've got the death count like at 97,000 now. We all know that's not really true because they're interweaving in that number. Flu deaths, pneumonia deaths, car accident deaths, stroke deaths, heart attack deaths. It's amazing that from January 1st until the end of April, there was only 5,000 flu deaths. Anybody find that to be odd? Considering that about 62,000 Americans will die of the flu this year, right? Is that a little in the flu season that goes from October 2019 till May of 2020? And suddenly the flu disappeared? Does that, I mean, does anybody find that to be odd? But even they, even with their convoluted, corrupt statistics, even they have the post-infection death rate. So again, quarantine Christian. Quarantine conservative. Remember when you used to be conservative? Who's dictating to you now? CNN, Governor Cuomo, the World Health Organization. Remember when you used to be conservative? Remember? Remember Christians? Hey, Christians, do you remember when you used to read the word of God and believe it? Do you remember when you used to believe Psalm 91? He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in, in, in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler snare and from the deadly pestilence. Do you remember when you used to believe that? What happened to you? Now you're walking around in Walmart with your goofy mask on. What happened to you? Now you're at home quarantining with your kids who have a... You're, all you're doing is harming your kids. You are harming them mentally physically and emotionally mentally you're teaching them to live in fear emotionally you're teaching them to live in fear and of what a post a point one post-infection death rate a point zero one percent chance of dying of COVID-19 in in the United States and that's by the CDC's numbers which you can probably cut both of those in half so why, why is the new CDC numbers, which shows a two-tenths of 1% post-infection death rate, why is that not worldwide news? Does anybody ask? Why, does, why, don't you hear, why don't you see Governor Whitmer or Governor Murphy of New Jersey, Governor Whitmer of, of, of Michigan, Governor Cuomo of New York, Inslee of, of Washington, or any of the other fools out there, why are you not seeing them open their states out? This is worldwide news. Maybe because there's other agendas, right? And maybe pastors need to ask themselves, maybe they have other agendas, right? Could it be? Why is this not worldwide news? That Fauci and Gates are in lockstep funding the very institutions that most likely caused this virus. The Chinese Academy of Sciences, who gives to that? Bill Gates. What's under the Chinese Academy of Sciences? The Wuhan Institute of Virology. He give, Bill Gates gives to both. He gives to both. He give, Bill Gates gives hundreds of millions of dollars to the NIH, which is Fauci. Fauci sends $10 million, 10 plus million dollars, 
to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They're in lockstep doing gain-of-function research, which is what? Pulling coronaviruses out of bats, messing with the S-spike protein, making, human, making, that, making that virus infectious to humans, injecting it into mice, and then creating vaccines for it. This is all fact. People can call me whatever they want. I'm telling you, this is all flat-out fact. The NIH has acknowledged it now. You can pull it up. I'm not going to get into it tonight because I did it on Thursday. Pull it up. This is absolute fact. That, that, that gain-of-function research was banned in 2014 and then reinstituted days before Barack Obama left office. He reinstituted it, and here comes old Fauci again. So Fauci sends millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Technology. Gates gives Fauci hundreds of millions of dollars. Gates directly, directly contributes to the Chinese Academy of Sciences, directly contributes to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And they're doing, and, and Bill Gates owns a coronavirus vaccine, maybe more than one, and owns lots of patents in reference to the coronavirus. And in 2019 on Netflix, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. Uh, conspiracy theory accusers, pull it up. He, Bill Gates in 2019 predicted a wet market outbreak. All this is going on in Wuhan, China. All these financial contributions, like a mighty storm, a blizzard of money, going into Wuhan. And lo and behold, where does this, all of this start? Wuhan, I mean, come on. Come on. It's hard for me to even say likely. Listen, Bill... The Wuhan Institute of Virology is responsible for this. I mean, come on. And who, it is, and who is it that's funding it? Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci. Millions and millions of dollars directed that way. Why is this not worldwide news? What's the total amount of serious to critical coronavirus cases in the world? Not United States, the world. What's, this, what, what, what's the total number? Total number of serious to critical worldwide cases of coronavirus right now. How many, how many people live on, on the world, on the earth? 7,797,000,000. 7, so let's just round it up. 8 billion people live on planet earth. And of all of those people, 45,000 have a serious to critical case of the coronavirus and we're responding the way that we are i listen the rest of the world can do what they want i live here in america there's nothing i can nothing i can do about the rest of the world is isn't too much i can do here and we'll get in maybe if we have time we'll get into what we can do people ask me that on here what can we do but forty-five thousand total cases out of eight Billion people, for the serious to critical, like, oh, there's been millions. 98% of all coronavirus cases are mild. Nine, those are the ones that people know about. My, those are the ones that are mild, that somebody actually has, you know, a stuffy nose. Most of the cases are never known. So even this number is convoluted. That's from Worldometer, which Worldometer, if everybody watches that, just so you know, where do they get their money from? Ready? World Health Organization and United Nations. So they are skewed towards justifying a socialist, tyrannical, totalitarian response to this 
pandemic. I mean, all the people out there, I had a lady say, said to me last time, called me like I was a liar or whatever, and said she prays that I don't get the coronavirus and all this stuff. Do you not look at that? I mean, what, how does that not penetrate your steel encased skull? I mean, how does that not penetrate it? How do you not, how do you not see that? I'm, I'm just curious that you're, you're sitting here, and again, a, a, a descending order. I talk to the Christians, I'm talking to the conservatives, and then anybody who wants to listen after that. How do you not get riveted in your soul when you have hid in your home your social distancing. I watched this absolutely putrid, nauseating church video today of a local church with a woman on there talking about how you know their coronavirus response still aren't open. They're they're about 15 miles from here. Still aren't open for whatever reason. There's never been a lockdown order in the state of Florida. Governor DeSantis has never banned church services, never put any regulations on church services, no social distancing, no anything. But she puts out on her video today or whatever day it was recently talking about you know when they come back and you know when it's appropriate to hug each other and we'll give each other a fist bump until it's appropriate to hug each other i want to i want to throw up all over this desk what's the, what's the matter that that church puts out the same theology on their website as i do they obviously don't believe it they obviously they may whatever version niv king james New King James, Amplified, whatever. We're reading the same Bible, but somebody's not believing something. And not only that, when you see a number like this lady at the church, 45,000 serious to critical cases out of 8 billion people, why are you still locked down? Well, what if you get it? Well, what if you do get it? People are like that. I mean, you walk in, you walk in, you got the mask wearers looking at you like you're carrying the bubonic plague. How was the bubonic plague passed around? It's passed around by fleas. And you, they look at you like you're a bubonic plague carrier with a bunch of fleas all over you. If they caught the coronavirus from you, they have a 0.1, one-tenth of 1% chance of dying. So what are we doing? And why are your churches closed? Absolutely no reason. Absolutely no reason. And I checked all around me too, and there was there is no churches open, none, and I just don't get it. So let's look at some of the some of the new stories that have come out. Always interesting to look at. The U.S. is spending 1.2 billion dollars for 300 million. Lo and behold, how many people live here? 330 million doses of Oxford University's coronavirus vaccine. British drug manufacturer AstraZeneca will receive more than $1 billion in U.S. funding to accelerate the development of Oxford University's coronavirus vaccine. Nearly one-third of the anticipated production will provide the 300 million doses of the vaccine for the U.S. The U.S. Department of Health will dole out $1.2 billion for the 300 million doses of vaccine, which is being created in conjunction with the University of Oxford. Health Secretary Alex Azar described the deal as a major milestone in U.S. US President Donald Trump's program to fast-track a COVID-19 vaccine, dubbed Operation Warp Speed. Listen, I love Trump. He hasn't done anything yet that has caused me to say I won't vote for him. I grading him on the coronavirus response, D. D. Now, he's starting to come. He's starting to raise up a little bit. He may get... 
maybe into the D plus realm sometime this month. But he's going to have to do a lot of di- he's going to have to do a lot of different things and change course a lot. To be honest with you, just gut feeling. I think he knows about the Fouch. I think he knows about the Fouch, and I think he knows Fouch and and, and uh, Gates are like this. I think he knows at least all the information I know about. It. Trump's not a dumb man. He has to know. Well, oh, where did this vi- where did this virus begin in Wuhan, China? Oh, where, where Fauci's been sending all of his money and doing gain of function research on bats to create a uh, coronavirus that human beings are susceptible to. And lo and behold, it starts right in Wuhan, the only place they're doing it. I think Trump knows that now. I think he's coming around. But so far, he's bought into all of it. Vaccines, social distancing. I haven't heard him talk too much about contact tracing. I think he's, I think he's, he's getting it with that, too. So I'm still listening. I still love Trump. A lot of you guys put stuff on here about Trump and support Trump. I support Trump. I'm voting for Trump. Love Trump. However, in this one area, and this is a big area, he, saw, he's, he has presided over the second Great Depression of the United States. I don't blame him for the economics part of it, totally, because if it wasn't for the response hoax, it, we wouldn't be there. But he's responsible, at least in part, to, of the response hoax. And it is a hoax. 0.1% post-infection death rate requires no response except to put our most vulnerable quarantine our most vulnerable people which are people over 65 mainly with pre-existing conditions although billed as one of the best hopes of creating an effective antidote to coronavirus initial trials of the vaccine known as azd 1222 have had mixed results in animal tests all the monkeys injected with the vaccine ended up testing positive for covid19 after being introduced to the virus Balancing it, however, the develops, uh, developers argued that the vaccine has had successfully protected the animals from more severe infections. So you still, they still, you got coronavirus, but I guess not a severe case of it. Watch out for this vaccine stuff. Listen, I, I, I'm against vaccines. I guess you could put def, definitely put me in the box of anti-vaxer. Okay, I don't. Those of you who do get them, go. If, that's on you. If you, if you're. <laughs> You, let, let, me, let me address that. Do you still trust all these people? I mean, come on. Do you still trust all these people? That's, what, that's amazing that because Christians who quarantine themselves and are still quarantined and all the goofy pastors, which is 99%, their, their churches are still closed. Who, are you, who do you put your trust in? Anthony Fauci, who's the one that's funding the very creation of the virus that's plaguing america that's who you trust we'll be like you 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 just said you love trump and i'm trusting listen i love trump i'm voting for him because he's pro-life i don't trust in trump i trust in the word of god and the word of god says if you shall ask anything in my name i will do it john 14 14 the word of god says matthew 16 19 and i will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven well god also gave us a brain that's what i hear from christians all the time god also gave us wisdom what to trump the word of god so your wisdom trumps the word of god so when you read that you can bind and you can loose that you go well yeah except for coronavirus right that's your wisdom and don't sit here and deny it because that's exactly what you did. If you're wearing a mask, 
You have no pre-existing conditions. You're wearing a mask and you're quarantining yourself and scaring your kids half to death. Listen, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. What are you planting in the ground of your family right now? Because whatever you stick in the ground is coming up. It's coming up. If you're planting in the ground fear of a 0.1 post-infection death rate in your children, that fear is coming up. It's coming up. You're teaching them to be fearful people. And over a hundred times in the word of God, we're told to fear not. Well, that, no, but we also have to use wisdom. That verse is not in the Bible. Well, God also gave us a brain. That verse is not in the Bible. You need to be reasonable. That verse is not in the Bible. God makes a mockery of the wisdom of this world. You need to read 1 Corinthians chapter 1 about how God feels about the, about the world's wisdom. The world through wisdom did not know God. 1 Corinthians 1.21 So if you're using worldly wisdom from Anthony Fauci, Donald Trump, Bill Gates, or anybody else. You got a social distance, you got a quarantine, you got a lockdown got to wear gloves everywhere i got to put your mask on and you're a christian and you can bind and loose what are you doing well we want to look we want to look cooperative to the world you're not supposed to cooperate with the world do not conform any longer to the pattern of the world do you notice what i'm saying right now do you notice what i'm saying maybe in contradiction to what you're living what i'm saying is the word of god do not conform to the pattern of the world if the pattern of this romans 12 2 if the pattern of the world is to hide in your home put gloves on, put masks on, and no longer go to church, you ought not to be doing that. And you know, I kind of get it. If it was the bubonic plague, we still should stand and we still should have our, should have our churches open. But I would get it there where you have a 100% post-infection death rate. But this, a 0.1, one-tenth of 1% post-infection death rate, this is what you're doing? Unbelievable. Western Journal report. I want to put out some good news. I don't do a whole lot of good news. But you know why? There's not a whole lot of good news to put out. Listen, I'm a realist. There's the good news is the gospel. You and I, if you're standing in the word of God, hey, it's great. Life is good. God's our provider. God's our protector. God's our healer. I saw Jonathan Shuttlesworth put out on Facebook. When did the church start? When will the church start believing in divine healing again? That's apropos. Totally true. But if you already do believe in God's provision, God's protection, God's healing, with life is good. Life is good. People have probably thought that they were would hurt found, my own church, Foundation Church. That's what I'm wearing, that F right there. Our, our finances are at record levels. God's my provider, not, not the attendance. We, we were probably down 40%. We were full last Sunday. And I'll put that out there. Again, for all you guys, guys and ladies out there, like, here's the pastor's using this as an opportunity to grow his church. Yep, yep, sure am. Listen, if your pastors are too wimpy and too cowardly to open their churches, staring into the vortex of a 0.1 post-infection death rate, and they still can't open their churches, you need to come to mind. Listen, if you're within an hour or two of here, get here tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. We'll find a spot for you. We will find a place to park you. We will find a place to park you outside and inside. 
Park your car and park you. We will find a place. Be here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. We had people drive as far as three hours away to be here because there are no churches open. Bunch of cowards. That's mean, Tom. Truth is truth. You're either lazy, you're an, you don't believe the word of God, or you're a coward. And by coward, I don't mean necessarily, I don't think there's too many that actually think they're going to die of corona. I think they're afraid that if they open up their churches, they'll lose members because they're not, they're not complying with the government. They're not being good neighbors. Won't you be my goofy neighbor? That's why a lot of pastors aren't opening because there's reasonable people in their churches, people who want to use their wisdom. And God gave us a brain and all of that trumps the word of God. The word of God's not big enough for Corona. That's what they think. That's why a lot of pastors are not opening up the churches. They're afraid they're going to lose people. That's why, listen, I've never closed. I will never close. I never did one social distancing measure. I never stopped hugging people. I've only had one person and he's not saved. One person that rejected me shaking their hand. And the whole time I've been open and we've never closed. Not for one second, not one thing. All right, let's get on. Here's that good news I was talking about. I was going to do 10 minutes ago before I started ranting again. Western Journal report, Mark, uh, Mark Garcia, a Republican endorsed by Trump, flipped California's 25th congressional district. Most of you know this already, but there's other wins that I want you to hear about. Last week, several months after disgraced Democratic uh, Representative Katie Hill resigned, Tom Tiffany, another Trump-backed candidate, won Wisconsin's 7th con Congressional District, fighting back Democrats, hoping to take the seat following the resignation of former GOP rep Sean Duffy. So there's two wins. See, you look at the national polls right now, which are the same people, quarantine Christian and conservative, same people telling you to stay locked down, telling you to be scared, the ones that are sending me, I hope you don't get COVID-19. COVID-19's no threat. 51 years old, no underlying conditions, no threat. I have a .000 chance of dying of COVID. And here's the deal. It can't touch me anyway. You know why? Because I believe the word of God and I've already bound it. And now to uh, Northern Virginia, where voters in two communities took to the polls this week and sent incumbent Democrats packing. What I was going to say is all the national polls will tell you Trump's in trouble. Biden's on his way to a win. That's not what's going on in the real world. Real world is Republicans are winning. And you're like, Tom, do you put a lot of trust in Republicans? Not really, but they're certainly better than the Democrats. Certainly better. Listen, if you're a baby butchering monster like Ralph Notham of Virginia, who's just who just got walloped right here, which is great. I hope Virginia turns red again. It's always, it's kind of been like, what's, what's the combination, red, blue, purple? What happened to Virginia? But now, in Northern Virginia, where voters in two communities took to the polls this week and sent incumbent Democrats packing in an apparent referendum on far-left Governor Ralph Notham and other state and local Democrats. Republicans showed up in large numbers, and now three Democratic incumbents on the city council are out of a job in the city of Stanton. And you're like, well, Tom, that's just one city. It shows you something. It's a trend. Put your finger on the pulse. People are sick and tired of it. Idiot Northam, he locked down his state until June 10th. You know, again, I, like to, I always keep my sheet right here. I got the, uh, what I wrote down was the, 
the top 13 tyrannical governors. So they got what's Ralph Northam's stats? He shut down his state. They have 827. They probably a little bit more than that because these are a little bit old. So let's just say we'll round it up to 900. 900 uh, deaths from coronavirus. How many deaths did he have from the flu last year? 1,283. And he shut down his entire state. His state has 8.6 million people in it, living in it. He's had less than 1,000 deaths from coronavirus. He had more flu deaths last year than he's had corona deaths this year. And he shut down his entire state. Could there be ulterior motives? Well, what could be those ulterior, uh, ulterior motives? To crash the economy to get rid of Trump. Simple as that. And to spread socialism. Oh, you're such, a, you're such a conspiracy theorist, Tom. Really? So tell me the evidence. Give me your evidence of why Ralph Notham should keep his, his, his state in complete and total lockdown. Explain it to me. When you had 1,000 people out of 8.6 million, 1,000. Get that. I mean, the people who send me your stuff where you're scared to death of coronavirus. 8.6 million people live in the state of Virginia. And 1,000 have died of coronavirus. 200 less than the flu death last year, than flu death totals last year. So flus killed more people in Virginia than corona. Probably the same this year. So explain to me why it is that you're wearing a mask. I, I, I want to understand. I really do. It makes absolutely no sense. This community, which twice voted for former President Barack Obama, ousted Democrats Eric Curran, Ophi, what a name, Career, and James Harrington. Republicans Mark Robertson, Amy Darby, and Steve Claffley will replace the Democrats on the council. From the Federalists, today, a pair of ec uh, economists at the Conservative Heritage Foundation. You need to listen to your economy. Everybody knows what's going on, right? You know what's going on in your economy? Okay, we're up now to uh, 38.6, I believe, million lost jobs. Now listen, that's not just lost jobs, by the way. You know what that is? There's, there's more lost jobs than 38 million. I'm just going to say 38 million. It's between 38 and 39 million. I'll, just, I'll, you, I'll, I'll give the government the benefit of the doubt like I always like to do. Yeah. Um, so 38 million unemployment those are people that have filed for unemployment, filed unemployment claims. That's not 38 million that have lost their, lost their jobs. Way more people than that have lost their jobs. I have one in my own house who got furloughed. He hasn't filed for unemployment. But listen to what's going on with this. And again, let me just put these numbers out. And you've heard them before if you ever listen to my podcast. But the federal government, the federal government every single week is buying up hundreds of billions. It's $625 billion a week of state, local, and private debt because everybody's going bankrupt. Hospitals are going bankrupt. Businesses are closing that will never reopen, folks. Everybody, we're just going to bounce right back. We had the same sort of flu, by the way. In like 1957, and that's not the Woodstock one, that was another one, but there's another one that's similar statistics to this that we never closed down for. I don't think I have that with me tonight. Well, I'll read this one to you. A pair of economists out of the Conservative Heritage Foundation estimate that Congress likely inflated unemployment by nearly 14 million. What does that mean? I'll show you. 
with expanded benefits and eligibility requirements. So in other words, they're actually keeping, they didn't cost 14 million people to lose their jobs. They've cost 14 million people to stay unemployed. Why? The median full-time worker earning less than $48,000 a year, they found, would bring home 15% 15 more from government assistance than from their pre-pandemic than, than from their pre pandemic wages. So, somebody making around $48,000 a year is making more staying at home. Again, could there be ulterior motives with this? Like, you, you know, socialism, state control, tyrannical government? The government is actually causing, and listen, this is Republicans and Democrats. The Republicans signed on to this. What should the Republicans have done? They should have looked at how we've responded to every one of these sort of pandemics. We've had them before. We had it in the 60s. We had it in the 50s. You had H1N1. We never shut anything down. You isolate again, then the government couldn't even do that right. Cuomo's directly responsible for 5,000 nursing home deaths in the state of New York. Directly responsible because he was shipping Corona-infected people in to the nursing homes. Same thing in Pennsylvania. Same thing in Michigan. And who the, those Tommy Wolf in Pennsylvania is one of the most little, little Stalinist, tyrannical morons that ever has ever run a state. You're like, Tom, you're too mean to be a pastor. Again, you don't read your Bible. You think that? I, I see that. I saw some guy accuse me of using profanity last time because I said the word crap. I said bull crap like 17 times. You need to read your Bible when Jesus calls somebody a son of hell. When Jesus makes, makes his own whip of cords and whips people out of the temple. You're just believing in a, a, an absolute Pharisaic cultist Jesus if you don't believe in, that he used strong language. I'm not saying profanity or lewdness. I'm just saying Jesus was, had strong opinions and actually called people names. Whether you like that or not, whether that sits right with your lukewarm association of related churches mentality doesn't really matter. What matters is judgment day. What matters is what the word of God says. Not your sensibilities and your, your soft heart. They're, they're paying people to stay home. Uh, is it on purpose? I don't know. But it's, listen, the, bail, the heroes bill that, thank God, got defeated, that old, old Nance put out for everybody, the heroes bill that funds all sorts of things that have nothing to do with coronavirus, the biggest bill in history, $3.3 trillion. Thank goodness the Republicans in the Senate are smart enough to stop that one. But Thomas Massey and Rand Paul are really the only two people up there with a some sort of economic sense. You open the country now, not, not, not in stages. You're paying people to stay home. We bring in $3 trillion a year of taxes. You know what our, do you know what our budget was before Corona? Our budget was already a trillion over that at $4 trillion. Now it's $7.8 trillion for this year. $4.8 trillion over what we bring in in taxes. How much quarantined Christian, 
love, love expert Christian. You know, I'm way too harsh for because you're the love expert sitting back there making sure that you cast your judgment on every single voice inflection anybody ever says. You yourself don't stand in truth at all and don't do anything, but you are back there judging everyone like me who has a slight infl inflection problem in your eyes. How much longer do you think this is going to last? $4.8 trillion over what we didn't even bring in? How's that happening? How's that working out? I mean, how, how are we able to do that? Printing it. Printing it. Super, super quarantine Christian. You got $10,000 in the bank and you flood the market. You flood the world with $4 trillion worth of cash. What do you think is going to happen to your $10,000? It's called hyperinflation. It's called Venezuela, Greece, Nazi Germany, and numerous other locations. It can't last forever Eventually, you're going to have to pull back from your, your sheets of cookies that you're making and taking pictures of yourself and your kids and actually face what's coming. And I'm going to tell you what Christians need to do is Christians need to repent. All of you that are watching, and I'll start with my own church that used to attend this church. What's the matter with you? Repent while we're standing behind Romans 13. You're the one defying Romans 13 by not coming to church. The First Amendment of the Constitution gives you the right to be in church. It wouldn't, if, if Governor DeSantis would thank God he was never stupid enough to do, because he's, I love Governor DeSantis. Even if Governor DeSantis came out and banned you from churches, I know there's a lot of people, I'm looking at the screen here, there's a lot of people from a lot of different places watching. Even if your governors banned you from church, they can't. They don't have, though they did via executive order. Executive order is not an amendment to the Constitution. In order for them to ban you from going to church, in order for them to ban you from moving around freely, which is the 14th Amendment, they have to amend the Constitution. By you cooperating with them, you're the one violating Romans 13 because our ruler is the Constitution, not a person. We have representatives. They all work for you. How hard is that? Get your butt back in church. If you hate me too much, then find the one-tenth of one percent other churches that are open and get your butt there. You shouldn't say butt, Tom. Why? From the Washington Examiner, two days ago, California doctors say they've seen more deaths from suicide than coronaviruses since the lockdowns. Fact. These are the people on the front lines that all the corona worshipers, all those that follow coronatology, what's a follower of coronatology? Well, first thing you have to believe you're a follower of coronatology is that you're in grave danger from coronavirus, which statistically you're not, no more so than the flu. You're not allowed to say that. I'm saying it. That's the truth. Tom, are you saying we never should have used any protective measures outside of quarantining elderly people in nursing homes? Absolutely none. None. Initially, in that first couple of weeks, we had no idea what it was. Trump's travel ban was smart. Outside of that and the nursing home stuff, that's it. Done. We never should have shut down anything. 
And if we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be staring at 40 million people being out of work. They're filing unemployment claims. How many are really out of work? I don't know. But the doctors right here from California are saying they're treating more cases of trauma from suicide attempts and from suicide than they are coronavirus cases. You know why? Well, here's the numbers. California, 40 million people live there. How many deaths? 2,678. Out of 40 billion people, how many flu deaths? 6,917. How do you, why are you home? Why are the beaches closed? You know, it's like they've only, in the coronavirus studies, they basically statistically found no chance of it really spreading outdoors. (laughs) We closed down all outdoor activities. That's brilliant. The way it really, where it really spreads is in nursing homes or in condensed populations, right? And what do they do? Bring it, jam everybody into homes. There's your government, baby. There they are. There they are. And the Christians, you're following that under Romans 13? I'm tired of calling you dumb. <laughs> Just figure it out yourself. Here's a good comparison. It's kind of got a little war going on between florida and new york because we have a great governor and they've got an imbecile running new york if that offend well i don't think anybody watching this would probably offend unless you're a, a andrew cuomo adorer florida's death rate of 10 is from the washington examiner two days ago florida's death rate of 10 per 100,000 is well below new york's 147 out of 100,000 147,000 out of, of 100,000 in New York, 122, 122 out of 100,000 in New Jersey. And Florida's a little bit worse than California. California has nine deaths out of 100,000. Florida's among the states where the number of new coronavirus cases is stabilizing. And though a state filled with retirees... <laughs> You know why? Because he did. you'd approach these things with a scalpel, not a sickle and hammer. With, a, with an American flag scalpel and not a red sickle and hammer. Florida's nursing home deaths are below 700. And I want you to get that too. Florida has about 1,900 deaths from coronavirus. 700 of them are in nursing homes. So 1,200 people outside of nursing homes out of 22 million. Again, what are you doing at home? Christians in Florida. And this stat goes everywhere, even including in New York, New Jersey, where they've inflated their death numbers greatly. But we will, we will concede that they got hit hard. But even there, their post-infection death rate is below, is like 0.5, 0.7. It's not even 1%. You're like, you're belittling dead people. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking about facts. Don't inject feelings to hide facts. That's, that's what the left always does. These people have died. That doesn't take away from the truth. I was a cop for 25 years straight, 1992 to midway through 2017. 25 years and one day I was a police officer. I saw plenty of death, more than most people watching. There's, there's other cops and there's military and there's nurses and doctors that are watching they've seen more than me but i'm in the upper echelon i am not belittling deaths but you still got to use the facts and what the left always does is like with abortion what if she got raped 0.01 percent of all abortions 
are from rape victims. One one hundredths of one percent of all abortions are from rape, rape victims. And in our country, we kill between one and two million unborn babies a year. Forty-two million worldwide. And you'll have the left always inject. Well, what if she got raped? That doesn't justify killing the millions of others that were not. And it doesn't justify killing the one that's not the victim of the rape. I mean, it's not the perpetrator of the rape. You don't kill the innocent victim. And you're like, Tom, that's easy for you to say. Well, listen, we'll have that debate. You want to concede, make every other abortion illegal, which, which it should be. All abortions should be illegal. Roe, Roe v. Wake should have been turned to, should never have been established. That was based on six lies. I won't go into that tonight. We can have that debate. If you want to say, okay, you know what? If you're always going to say rape, then let's outlaw all other abortions. And then let's debate that on the Senate or the congressional floor. Okay, we'll do that. We'll talk about 0.01%. About a, th- about a thousand abortions a year. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm good. But otherwise, all you're doing is going in and sensationalizing and using emotion to run from facts. And that's what people are doing with COVID. COVID could kill you. Well, yeah, so can the flu. Nation, uh, worldwide, there's about 337,000 COVID deaths. And there's 541,000 motor vehicle deaths this year. So when you get into your car, mask wearer, I guess I can run up to you and go, what are you doing? Why are you going in your car? You could die, right? You have a higher probability of dying in that car than you do of COVID. Fact. That's a fact. That's from Worldometer. That's a liberal institution. Fact. And they're the ones defending COVID. And a lot of those 337,000 deaths are fake anyway. You could probably, you could probably cut that in half. Because they're, they're crediting everything to deaths. Back to Florida. Florida nursing home deaths are below 700 while, while, they, have, while, while they have topped 5,000 in New York. Well, that's because New York is so much bigger than Florida. Uh-uh. Florida's 22 million. New York's 19 million. Could that be a leadership issue? Well, let's look. And Florida has 20% more seniors than New York does. And let's look at the stats. Um, 700 to 5,000. Whoops, Cuomo. Andy. Oh, Andy. You were given one job, dum-dum. One job. And that was to quarantine your sick people even early on. You knew it. You weren't shutting everything down early on. You could, where were you? What you were doing was passing legislation where you could ship people who are, had coronavirus into nursing homes, some of them carrying their own body bag with them. That's a fact, by the way. From the beginning, Ron DeSantis prioritized an at-risk population. One job. Ron DeSantis did it. Andrew Cuomo did not. Fact. DeSantis prioritized at-risk populations banning both visits at nursing homes and the reintroduction of residents. Mm, that's, you had one job, Cuomo. You had one job, Tommy Wolf. You had one job, Gretchy Whitmer. One job, Phil Murphy. One job. And you couldn't even do that right. You know why? Because you're a useless, deep state, bureaucratic fool. 
And man, when this thing, when this coronavirus response, you love sitting on your throne every day, dictating, you're essential, you're non-essential. And Christians, you listen to these people too. And you're like, well, that's not, not us here in Florida, Tom. Oh yeah, you are. If you're quarantined right now and not going to church, CNN is your God. You're, that's who you're listening to. If you believe coronavirus is, is an existential threat to you, and you have no pre-existing conditions whatsoever, and you're under the age of 70, why are you not in church? Give me your statistical reasons why, please. Please do. Well, I'm doing it so I don't carry it on to other people. That's also been proven to be mostly false about how that works. Yes, it is passed on from person to person, but a lot of the stuff where it's transmitted on, on from surfaces, transmitted from kids to adults, nah. No, that's already been disproven. I get to the study, I'll show you tonight. Kids don't transmit corona to adults. Adults give it to kids, but kids aren't vulnerable to it. I'll get to those stats, I think. Can't believe it's almost 9.30 already. From the beginning, DeSantis prioritized at-risk populations banning both visits at nursing homes and what Cuomo did, the reintroduction of residents who were positive for coronavirus. Duh! Andrew Cuomo, duh! 5,000 deaths are on his hand. He sleeps like a baby at night. So does Gretchen Whitmer. So does Barack Obama. So does Fauci. Fauci knows he's the one. He's responsible. He managed, he's not the one himself. There's scientists that did it. He's the one that funded the gain-of-function research for the S pro, spike S protein. He knows he's the one that did this. From day one, he knew. He knew. It. The NEH finally had to say something about it. That's who Fauci works for, the NEH, National Institutes of Health. They finally had to admit it because Senator Cruz made them admit it. That just came out. I think it was in late April. Never said a word. Think about it. You're the NIH. You know darn well that you've been funding the research that created this virus. You know it. You funded the research in Wuhan. It breaks out in Wuhan. It's the exact same virus that you've been creating. And you don't say a freaking word about it. And the press knows it and is too stupid and, and absolutely too intermeshed and too much carrying the water of the Democratic Party to ever question any of these people. We have to. People ask me, what are we going to do about this? Listen, it is time for peaceful. Everybody hear me. So Facebook doesn't ban me. Peaceful, peaceful Civil disobedience. Get that mask off. Start your churches. Pastors, don't start them without repenting. Don't start your churches without repenting. Don't do it. You've got to get out in front of it. You need to do a Facebook Live tonight. And if, even if that means only 12 people come to your church tomorrow because it was so late, you need to do it. Get on Facebook tonight. Do a Facebook Live. Put it right in front of your face. Take you two minutes. Say, listen, I've looked at the facts. I never should have closed the church. I, it's, I'm wrong. It's open tomorrow for whoever wants to come. No social deal. Well, they, there's an executive order in my state that bans me. You need to take your pinch like a man then. John the Baptist got arrested. Jesus got arrested. Paul got arrested. Peter got arrested. The Apostle John got arrested. Rodney Howard Brown got arrested. Tony Spell got arrested. I never was going to close my church. If DeSantis outlawed churches, I would have got arrested. 
as well as my crazy worship leader who's with me all the way, we both would have been locked up. We weren't closing anything. My family would have got locked up too. Three other crazy lifeblies that live with me. Listen to this. He banned reintroduction DeSantis of residents who were positive for coronavirus. 50 National Guard teams were deployed to these institutions to conduct testing. So DeSantis went, he did his one job. And that's why he was so resistant to closing down the state of Florida. He knew we need to go to the most vulnerable and protect them. He's dispatched the National Guard. The idiots like Whitmer and Murphy and Cuomo and Inslee and Gavin Newsom the, uh, what's the other ones? Let's see. Sisliak, Kate Brown from Oregon, Ralph Northam from Virginia, Andy Bashar from Kentucky. They're just doing this stuff now. They just started in like April. DeSantis was doing it at the very beginning. That's why he didn't have to shut his state down. And while all the media, remember that great video that came out? If you don't find it, you need to f- go on YouTube and just type in DeSantis chastising the media. He's calling them out for their dire predictions. They kept saying, eight weeks ago, they kept saying, two weeks till Florida's New York, two weeks till Florida. No, because DeSantis knew. You don't shut everybody inside. That spreads the stinking virus, you bunch of numbskulls. He knew, go, go protect the most vulnerable. He dispatched the National Guard back then. 50 National Guard teams were deployed to nursing homes to conduct testing. Coronavirus-only nursing homes were established. Lo and behold, 1,900 deaths out of 22 million people. DeSantis is awesome. Cuomo's a loser. Simple as that. DeSantis should be a presidential candidate, not somebody like Cuomo. County-by-county approach was taken to government. There you go. From the New York Post. Senate Republicans. This is great. This is from today. Senate, Senate Republicans, this is more, some more political good news, are ridiculing House Democrats for their refusal to return to work. Okay, there you go. There you go, Christians. Who's not returning to work right now? I know a lot of you can't because your job's gone. A lot of you can't go to church because your church is gone. And I, can, I will flat out tell you again. If I attended a church that was pastored by a man who shut his church from coronavirus, I would, look at me, never go back. Unless he repented, unless he comes out and says, I was wrong. See, what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of revisionist history going on. You're going to hear a lot of pastors denying that they ever closed their churches, saying that they were ordered to close their churches in Florida. No, 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 pastors. You were never ordered to close your churches by anybody ever. Stop lying. There's going to be a lot of revisionist history going on, acting like it never happened. We'll just start up again. Day of new beginnings, the new normal. I told you about that two weeks ago where I've seen church, a church in this area doing their phase one, phase two, phase three reopening. And phase three is actually called the new normal. A church is doing that. What does Romans 12 2, 2 say, church? Do not conform to the pattern of the world. You're naming your church after the world. But there's going to be a lot of revisionist history going on. But look who's coming in. 
The Republicans are insane, making fun of Democrats, ridiculing them for not coming back to work. So Christians who are not going back to church, pastors who are not reopening their church, you're, a, you're basically a Democrat. You have a Democratic mindset. You have an evil Democratic mindset. Because you're not looking at the truth. The truth sets you free. The truth is, with, with the exception of elderly and people with pre-existing conditions or elderly with pre-existing conditions, everybody else it's not a threat. It's no more of a threat than the flu. And it never was. It never was. So why are you still at home? You're following the Democratic mantra. You're following the Democratic Party marching orders. Pastors say, this isn't our battle. When they tell us to stop preaching the gospel, we'll do it. Oh, really? They have. You're not in church. Well, we're doing it online. Yeah, then they ban you online too. That's already happened too. For intolerant speech. You get, on, you get on Facebook or you get on YouTube and you preach a sermon that's anti-homosexual. Who knows what will happen? You get on there and you say the facts, which is people who live in homosexuality will die and go straight to hell. Just like the pornographer and those living in fornication. Just like any sexual sin. If you don't repent of it, you're going to go to hell for it. If you say that on Facebook or on YouTube, or Google gets a hold of it, Google banned a church in California for that. Oh, we got Romans 13. Oh, really? I'm trying as hard as I can not to call people dumb tonight, except for the left. So Senate Republicans are ridiculing people. This is from the New York Post, ridiculing House Democrats for their refusal to return to work on Capitol Hill over COVID-19 concerns. The Democratic House of Representatives has essentially put itself on paid leave for months. Says, again, ulterior motives. I think pastors are also not opening churches because it's a lot easier to keep them closed. I do. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said on the Senate floor Thursday, at this point, I'm wondering if we should send senators over there to collect their newspapers and water their plants. <laughs> awesome. From the Conservative Review. This is a good article. De Blasio's flat earth science behind shuttering schools. New York City police are pulling their hair out, dealing with the recidivism of all the, the re-arrests of all the dangerous criminals Mayor Bill de Blasio has released onto the streets. But, Bill de, but de Blasio has suddenly discovered the concern for community danger. No, not, not the man he released who allegedly just robbed a victim at gunpoint, but a local Jewish day school that reopened its doors for class. No problem opening up Rikers Island to, to the streets of New York. Oh, don't worry, they'll, they'll obey quarantine orders. Yeah, right. And I love that the Democrats are shocked when people, uh, there's a high recidivism rate, <laughs> reoffense rate. I mean, <laughs> they're always surprised by a cop. Again, 25 years, you're surprised? You go to police calls, you basically go to the same people over and over and over again. They always, always reoffend. The, the politicians who have never had a real job in their entire life, never answered a police call in their life, they're shocked by people reoffending. He, but he discovers, though, that there's a bigger threat than the guy who just robbed somebody at knife point. And that, and that is a Jewish day school that reopened its, day, its doors for classes. He tweets, earlier today, the, new, the NYPD shut down Rashiva conducting classes at the school, conducting classes with as many as 70 children. Oh, what a horrid offense. 
I can't stress how dangerous this is for our young people. We're issuing a cease and desist order and we'll make sure we keep our communities and our kids safe. I'll read, keep reading the article. Actually, the mayor is correct in asserting that he can't stress how dangerous this is for our young people. COVID-19 is not dangerous at all for school-aged children, at least not any more than the typical risk associated with driving to school or getting harmed by one of the sex offenders or robbers de Blasio released from Rikers Island. Just how low risk, just how low is the risk to children? Yesterday, Avik Roy, president of the Foundation for Research and Equal Opportunity, posted an age-stratified risk chart comparing the risk of dying of the flu to the risk of dying of COVID-19. Here is the data based on the information from the CDC. If we use this data, it means children are nearly, listen now, listen close, got 323 people watching, listen. If we use this data, it means children are nearly seven times more likely to die of the flu than coronavirus. A quarantine mom, quarantine dad, why are your kids at home? You don't do it for the flu and they're seven times more likely to die of the flu. Yeah, but it's called COVID. Who cares? It's called Corona. It's called Wuhan virus. It doesn't matter. Seven times more likely to die of the flu than of the coronavirus. Yet de Blasio never thought of shutting the doors for the flu. See, that's who you're following. Quarantine, lockdown Christian. Quarantine, mask wearing, lockdown conservative. You're you're a de Blasio doctrine follower. They're the ones espousing. You're like, well, Trump is espousing. Yeah, he was wrong. You should have been listening to to nuts like me the whole time that were looking at simple statistics. Well, you're not an epidemiologist. You don't have to. Look at the statistics. What does he think will happen to the immune systems of healthy school-age children who are treated like bubble boys for months on end? Imagine what next year's flu and cold season will bring. And guess which European country seems to have the lowest infection rate amongst kids? I'll sit here for just a second and let you guess. Which European country has the lowest COVID infection rate amongst children? You ready? You know it. It begins with an S, ends with an N. Sweden, who did nothing. They did the Ron DeSantis approach. They locked down their most vulnerable and then let the economy go and none of their schools closed because the science found out that kids don't even carry covid <laughs> they can't tra- they carry it but they can't transfer it onto onto adults only adults to kids but kids aren't vulnerable but don't you let any of these uh, these facts get in the way of your narrative and your own coronatology And guess which European country seems to have the lowest infection rate amongst kids? Sweden. Yes, the country that didn't shut down schools for young children. As for the children transmitting the disease to adults, data from, don't let this get in the way of your narrative, Iceland, UK, Australia, Switzerland, Canada, Netherlands, France, and Taiwan already show that children have little or no role, ready? Little or no role in transmitting the virus to adults. And I'll still have people put on this probably watching right now and i'm talking to you who are going to put on here stuff that's like you're a fool 
You're wrong. Where, where are your facts and data? Give me your facts and data. 45,000 people worldwide right now, worldwide out of 8 billion people who have a serious to critical case of corona. Where are your facts and data? Where, where are they at exactly? So here, here are some for you. Ready? U.S. deaths associated with COVID-19 per million people. All right, let me read that to you again. U.S. deaths associated with COVID-19 per million people. Less than one years old. One per million. Everybody hear that now? So that would mean 330, but that didn't even happen. <laughs> There's basically been nobody have died. This is just extrapolating data based on a certain amount of numerical statistical, but it, you know, so some, like, to my knowledge, I have not heard of one baby death from corona. 1.13 deaths per million from zero, 1 to 4. 5 to 14 years, 0.15 per million. So quarantine mom, quarantine Christian, quarantine parents. Statistically speaking, your children have a 0% chance of dying of COVID. So what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. Why are you strapping masks on them? What are you doing? What's the matter with you? 15 to 24, 1.37 out of a million. 25 to 34 years of age. Remember, this is U.S. deaths associated with COVID-19 per million people. 25 to 34, 8.5 out of a million. 35 to 44, 23 out of a million. 45 to 54, 66 out of a million. 55 to 64, 159 out of a million. Here we're hitting the age bracket, ready? 65, 370, even at 65. 377 people per million. A lot of you are out there who send me this stuff, calling me names and everything else. You think that 65, you probably think in your head, 100,000 out of a million, 10,000 out of a million, 15,000 out of 30,000 out of, no, 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 ready? 337, 377 out of a million. Where's your, where's your plague, coronatology follower, believer in the coronavirus being so deadly? Where are your facts? This is from the CDC right here. CDC, who supports the coronatology doctrine, who, who's doing all they can to support their tyrannical response to it, who, who take in every death as if it's real from New York and from every other fraudulent state. You can take whatever the deaths you see in the United States, cut them in half at minimum. That's the truth. But I'll just use their numbers. Even with the CDC's inflated, corrupt numbers, this is what they have. Well, send me your facts and data. Go ahead, send it to me. What, I never see it. I never see anybody who calls me names on here i never see your facts and data never why is that because you see the thing is you believe in lies i believe in facts and data you believe in lies i believe in facts and data churches that are closed and christians not attending church christians wearing masks conservatives wearing masks conservatives in lockdown conservatives that are quarantining yourselves you believe in lies i believe in facts and data because you can't give me any facts and data. Because I'm pulling them. If you were going to get your facts and data, you would have to get them from the CDC, which allegedly sort of supports your viewpoint, right? This is their facts and data. 
And what they say is that out of a million people, if you're 15 to 24 years old, one person will die. One. If you're 25 to 34, eight out of a million will die. And that's using their convoluted 97,000 deaths, which we know is half that, probably less. 75 to 84 years old, 969 out of a million. Out of a million. You're like, those are precious lives. They are, but these are still the facts. And those of you who believe in Corona being this huge apocalyptic pandemic and a grave threat to you, you probably thought people from 75 to 84 years old, how many out of, out of that age group, out of a million die? You had to have thought it was 30 or 40,000. You had to thought it was 50,000. You probably thought it was half a million. No, it's 969. And the worst age group of all, over 85 years old, it's 2,670 out of a million. Out of a million. That's the facts. What time is it? You guys want me to keep going? I'll keep going. <laughs> In March, it's from the Gateway Pundit. This is, this is here is old Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer. I love the way they phrase it. In March, crazed Democrat, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer prohibited, most of you know this old stuff, but I'm getting the new stuff, prohibited big box retailers from in-person sale of seeds because according to her, plant seeds were non-essential. Whitmer also called on Home Depot and Lowe's to close off certain sections like flooring. Yeah, you don't want to put in tiles while you're home alone. That's a grave existential threat to you from Corona, putting in tiles. Like flooring, garden centers, and plant nurseries. The tyrannical governor of Michigan also barred grocery stores and brick and mortar retailers from selling vegetable seeds because she could. In late March, Michigan uh, Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer limited access of doctors from prescribing the life-saving drugs hydroxychloroquine and z to save senior citizens in the state from coronavirus. Why would she do that? Proven effective 91% of the time. 91% of the time, hydroxychloroquine is very effective. But because Trump did it, and she's vying, again, remember, ulterior motives, she's vying to be the vice, president, vice presidential uh, candidate alongside old Joey Biden. So she's got to look tough on Trump. So she closes off and probably cost many people their lives. So she closes off hydroxychloroquine and z packs, which were proven not just to treat it, but I, you know, some of you think I'm too bold saying this, but to cure coronavirus fact please look up the studies please oh you're wrong that's because you you think i i love how people you're wrong but they've never read a thing that's not what the bible says but they never read it you want to have a bible quoting contest or a a uh, coronavirus fact contest with me please bring it on because what you'll find is when you go and research you'll find out you're wrong it'll help you it will help you quarantine christian it'll help you why are you always picking on the christians tom because judgment starts at the house of the lord first peter four seventeen. and we should be leading the way and reestablishing our constitutional rights in this country leading the way but instead there's more businesses opening than churches it's pathetic pathetic christianity pathetic theological error your weakness is not attracting people. It's meekness, not weakness, that attracts people. 
Then she continued to send coronavirus patients to nursing homes. Listen, a lot of the tyrants, Cuomo, Whitmer, Wolf, they're sending coronavirus patients into nursing homes. Exactly the opposite, exactly the opposite of Ron DeSantis, who has a state that's twice as big as Gretchen Whitmer and has a fraction of the deaths. I wonder why. Because the people who are most vulnerable are the ones she drastically failed to protect. She cost people their lives. It's just like the health director, that transgender dude, man, that runs uh, Pennsylvania's response to the coronavirus, who was sending shipping coronaviruses, coronavirus patients into the nursing homes, but of course made sure she pulled out, I can't remember, not she, but made sure that he pulled out his own parent first. What's good for you is not good for them. And that's what I'm getting to with old Gretchy right here. Gretchy Whitmer, potential vice presidential candidate. Oh, is that frightening? Then she continued to send coronavirus patients to nursing homes. This is still happening in May as of this article, uh, May 23rd. And in her latest unexplainable move, the far-left governor banned motorboats and jet skis, but canoes and sailboats were acceptable. Remember, this is what the little Stalinists love to do. This is what they love to do. Uh, You're essential. No, you're essential. Um, I consider you to be safe. I bequeath you unsafe, and I bequeath you safe. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter because I'm a little Hitler. I'm a little Stalin. Enjoy my reign. That's what they do. They love every last stinking minute of their tyrannical, draconian authority. They love it. Not our governor. Not our governor's not acting like this. You ever seen Ron DeSantis? He's a humble man. Not like this fool sitting on our throne. On Friday, an employee at a dock in northern Michigan shared an interesting story about a phone call with Gretchen Whitmer's husband on Friday, yesterday. This was just days after Whitmer finally lifted her non-essential ban on motorboating. <laughs> you have to laugh. I'm, you Michiganders, I know you're not laughing. I feel bad for you. But here's the thing. Stop electing these morons. Of course, I can't talk too much because we came within a half inch of getting Andrew Gillum down here, which may even be worse than Whitmer. I don't know. But here's that phone call. To summarize, Michigan's Democratic governor has placed the entire state of Michigan under lockdown for several weeks. On the same day that she announced she would be reopening businesses in certain areas of northern Michigan, which includes the area where her vacation home is located, surprise, surprise, and right in time for Memorial Day, her husband's vehicle is seen parked in their driveway. Two days later, when businesses that have been shut down for months are allowed to reopen, Governor Whitmer's husband calls North Shore Dock Company and asks to take and asks to take cuts in front of common Michiganders because he is because he's the husband of the woman who shut down their business in the first place. 
North Shore Dock LLC put out a statement on Facebook a few hours ago confirming that Governor Whitmer's husband did call their business and asked to have his boat put in the water. According to North Shore Dock Facebook post, he was told he would not be given preferential treatment and that he would have to wait in line like everybody else. What he said was, is they told him no, and he said, quote, if I told you that I was the governor's husband, would it make any difference? That's what he did. That's a quote. And they told him, uh, nah. See, what's good for you is not good for your ruling elite. And again, Christians, this is who's giving you your marching orders if you're quarantined right now. These yahoos. Just a little, little facts and data right here. And again, from liberal worldometer. I never get, I never get a, a, a post on Facebook arguing with me about facts and data. I just get name calling. Boy, that sounds familiar. Well, you got all the, the, the how many states here? One, two, ten. I think it's ten. One, two, three. Yeah, the ten largest Republican states versus the ten largest Democrat states in compare comparing their death toll. And this is as of four days ago. All right. So in the ten largest, and, and the people are like, well, the the blue states are so much larger. There's so many more people. What's the difference? 10 largest conservative states, all right? And then you've got, well, I, don't, I take that back. I don't know if they're the 10 largest states. They just, used, they just used 10 states with 10 states with similar populations. So I don't know if they're the largest. No, they're not. I wouldn't say they're the largest because I see Alabama in here and stuff like that, but I, I don't know. But they use 10 states with similar populations. So you have 10 Republican states versus 10 Democrat states. Population difference between is 1 million. The 10 Republican states have 103 million people. The Democrat states have 104 million people. Fair enough, right? So what's the death total out of those 10 states? The Republicans have nine, corona deaths, have 9,107 deaths. The Democrat states have 70,144 deaths. That's according to Worldometer. Who would you rather have running your state? And again, Christians... You're following you. Listen, if you're, if you're a quarantine Christian, you're a Democrat. Sorry. That's what you are because you're not listening to facts and data. And if you have pre-existing conditions, don't throw it. Oh, I have a pre you. You're bad. Man. I already, I, if you have pre-existing conditions, do what you feel, feel like you need to do to be safe. You're exempt. I'm talking about all the yahoos that don't, which is 99.9% of who I'm talking to. Back on to Michigan governor, Gretchen Whitmer. Medical providers are on the brink of financial ruin, facing extreme res revenue shortages caused by the governor's order forcing the postponement or cancellation of so-called, remember, she gets to bequeath it, non-essential pr procedures. So Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who has absolutely no medical authority or expertise whatsoever, gets to ban non-essential procedures said the lawsuit filed by uh, Mackinac Center Legal Foundation and a private law firm, Miller Johnson. Thousands of healthcare workers across Michigan have been furloughed or laid off. And again, if you're wondering about that, all you have to do, there's a, there's a website called Becker's CFO Hospital Report. And you can go on there and track how many hospital workers are laid off, let go, or furloughed every day. By the way, folks, it's thousands a week, thousands upon thousands upon thousands a week. 
How many people filed for unemployment last week? 2.2 million. And there's people rejoicing that we're reopening. No, we're not. Little pieces of the, of the economy are reopening. Oh, yay! You should be dismayed at that. That should cause you great rage. That little pieces, that little pieces of the government, little pieces of our culture are reopening. That should cause you great angst, not, oh, I'm so glad it's all reopening. No, there's 2.2 there's million people applied for unemployment. Again, we've shattered the record numerous times. The highest we've had in a week was 4.4 million. No, wait, 6.6 million. Second place was 4.4 million. Third place was like 3.3 million. So we got a nice fourth place total here of 2.2 million in one week. What was the previous record? 1982, 648,000. Oh, I'm safe at home. I'm safe at home. Quarantine. Let me bake some more cookies and take pictures of myself. Sure you're safe? Sure. You sure your husband's not going to be next to lose his job? Are you sure? Well, he's, de he's been deemed essential. Eventually, folks, if the hospitals are closing down, the oil companies are going bankrupt. What do you think is going to happen to your husband's business? Even if he's a cop or a firefighter, eventually the money runs out, folks. It runs out. We're spending $4.8 trillion over what was brought in in taxes this year. Eventually, folks, the money runs out. Or cancellation of so-called non-essential procedures, according to Whitmer, said the suit filed. In addition to the economic devastation, Ms. Whitmer's order has left hospitals and patients facing a dangerous backlog on procedures that will create a public health ca catastrophe of its own. This whole elective procedure thing is now a time bomb, says Dr. Baker. Dr. Baker told the New York, the Washington Times. This is, there is no good reason to have a ban on elective surgery anymore. There isn't. Again, what's, what's Michigan's stats? 10 million people live in the state of Michigan. They've had between four and 5,000 coronavirus deaths out of 10 million people. And that's with their nursing home policy, which has probably killed thousands. But, you know, she sleeps like a baby at night. No doubt in my mind. The whole elective procedure thing is, a, is a, now a time bomb. There is no good reason to have a ban on elective surgery anymore. This is now a significant health problem for the people of Michigan and our patients, and I've had one patient attempt suicide, a very serious attempt. The lawsuit goes in to describe the very serious, comp the very serious complications that patients have experienced as a direct result of being denied their elective procedures, including a patient who needed a damaged feeding tube repaired and another who needed gallbladder surgery and didn't get it, which led to gangrene. That's all on Gretchen Whitmer's plate. Their blood is on her hands and nobody else's. There is no reason to have a lockdown in that state. I believe right now, if I'm hearing it from a friend of mine, I believe it's, it's mandatory you wear a face mask everywhere you go. Why? 0.1% post-infection death rate. I have it written here. State of Michigan. You have a 0.04% of dying of COVID-19 in the state of Michigan. 0.04%. And that you're, you're telling people, uh, your, uh, your feeding tube replacement repair, non-essential. Your gallbladder surgery, Gretchy Whitmer, non-essential. 
It is time. Listen, listen. Nonviolent, nonviolent, nonviolent. It is time for us to stand in civil disobedience. From the Gateway Pundit, Washington State, Governor Inslee, Governor Inslee, I keep all the stats right here for everybody from our most tyrannical governors in the union. What do they got? They have less than 1,000 COVID-19 deaths. Six million people live in the state, less than 1,000 COVID-19 deaths. You have a 0.01% of dying of COVID-19. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong one. Oh, no, it's the right one. 0.01% chance of dying of COVID-19 in the state of Washington. But look what they're doing. Washington State is classifying several shootings as COVID-19 deaths. So people got shot to death. Probably somebody did a blood draw and found antibodies from COVID-19. COVID-19 death. Oh, that's not happening anywhere, but it's happening everywhere. Anywhere where you've got a D in front of the governor or a rhino in front of the governor's name, like the governor of Maryland, who's Republican in name only, the, the uh, governor of Massachusetts, who's uh, Republican in name only. Well, I won't get into that. From the Gateway Pundit, Governor Whitmer again sent COVID-19 patients across the state to regional hubs to spread the virus, but kept patients out of a 1,000-bed TCF center of the 1,000-bed TCF center in Detroit. What was that? Those were the, mo- the mobile, well, not mobile, but the surgical hospital set up by the Army Corps of Engineers, set up all over the country at a cost of $660 million. Taxpayer dollars set up all over the country. One of them was set up for Gretchen Whitmore right here. Most of those centers saw how many patients on average? Zero. That's a fact. Zero. All those more. We need help. We need help. Send in, send in the, the ship into the New York Harbor, which saw a total of 127 patients. Build all these mobile centers, of, you know, because the hospitals are going to be overwhelmed and most of them saw zero patients. That they still had it available to him, but what did Gretchy do? And that center saw 39 people total. Instead of using the center in Detroit, Governor Whitmer's administration set up regional hubs to hold coronavirus patients. And Governor Whitmer sent these coronavirus cases across the state to nursing homes. On April 15th, Governor Whitmer signed executive order. There's her favorite thing. Executive order. 2020-50. The little totalitarian. Little Stalinist. Little Mussolini. She loves it. The order required nursing homes. Required nursing homes to take care for any current residents who test positive for COVID-19 but aren't sick enough to require hospitalization in a dedicated area of the facility. Nursing homes are getting paid handsomely for taking in the coronavirus patients. Whitmer's administration offered $5,000 per patient to take them in. So the coronavirus patients were spread out across the state thanks to Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Fantastic job. And hence the reason... With a state that's half the size of Florida, they have twice the amount of coronavirus deaths. Congratulations, Democrat. Idiot. One thing you had to do, Gretchen Whitmer, one thing, secure up your most vulnerable population, and instead you spread them out all throughout the state, spreading the coronavirus to one another. You know. Only thing I miss about my old life before I turned from sin 
is an occasional cuss word. Only thing I miss. And I don't cuss. Uh, crap. I say crap. California has an unfunded liability. Remember what I said about ulterior motives? Well, let's talk about hostage taking right now. You ready? California has unfunded, has an unfunded liability of its pension system. Get ready for this now. Of $1.3 trillion. When you add the nearly $500 billion in outstanding bonds, tax, taxpayers will ultimately have to fork over nearly $2 trillion to cover their costs for, for their pension system. Which will only increase in the coming years. At the same time, Governor Gavin Newsom is keeping much of the economy closed and is demanding millions in federal funds be given away to illegal immigrants. Illinois has become the expert in the art of spending other people's money. In, Mar in mid-March, the president of the state Senate drafted a letter to congressional representatives. The state needs, he wrote, $40 billion in federal bailout funds. He blamed the COVID-19 pandemic. It's not the pandemic that has done anything to the economy. It's the, re it's the response to the pandemic. It's the response to the sickness, which is not a pandemic. It's not a pandemic. It's a flu bug with the same stats. And they're stealing flu cases and calling them COVID cases. The state needs, he wrote, $40 billion in federal bailouts. The, by the way, we're already in deficit this year. Not the national debt. Our deficit spending this year is $4.8 And this goofball wants $40 billion in federal bailout funds. He blamed the COVID-19 pandemic. However, a quarter of the money he wants would be used to bail out the states. Get ready now. Pension fund. Ulterior motive? Keep it locked down? Illinois, what's the stats for Illinois? Twelve, almost 13 million people live there. 3,300 COVID deaths. And that's, you, you think that's why they're closed, keeping their state closed? They've had three, three to 4,000 COVID deaths out of how many people did I say live there? Almost 13 million people, they've had three to 4,000 COVID deaths. Do you think the reason why they're keeping their state locked down is for COVID reasons? Or is it to get federal money to bail them out of the, the financial, fiscal catastrophe that is the state of Illinois? Illinois has been run by galactic fools and idiots, all with the, with the label Party Democrat, for decades. And they're billions and billions of dollars in debt. And they want to use Corona to bail them out. You don't think they're faking their death count? You think they're calling people that died of stroke COVID? They are. You think they're calling people that died of heart attack COVID deaths? Yes. Flu deaths? Yes. Pneumonia deaths? Yes. The CDC's doing it. They're doing it. Their lockdowns in Illinois, the lockdown in California, they are holding their states hostage to get bailout money. That's all that's happening. They know if they don't change their ways, that starting up the economy is not going to help them. So why start it up? Just go and ask, you know, 
Uncle Sam for billions and billions of dollars? How in the world does your pension system get $2 trillion in debt, Gabby Newsom? No. Should I keep going? <laughs> I, got a lot, I got a lot. If you want me to keep going, put it on here. I'm going to look right here. If I could actually scroll this thing, it would help, but I never can. <laughs> Here's a good one from PJ Media from yesterday. Tech for contact tracing will be included in latest iPhone update, whether you want it or not. So when you get your, when your Apple iPhone, when it, when it, updates you will get a, a contact tracing put on that thing tech for contact tracing will be included in the latest iphone update whether you like it or not if you thought you were going to be able to avoid putting technology for contact tracing on your iphone apple has made that decision for you and the answer is you will the next update for ios is 13.5 and it comes already loaded with contact tracing technology Apple and Google today made available the first public version of their Exposure Notification API. Again, you know, I, I just, I have to say this. I have to say this. Christians, and maybe just conservatives that know something about the book of Revelation. If this does not rivet your soul, this, this, how you don't see how this correlates to the book of Revelation is beyond understanding. It's beyond cognitive thought. I don't understand how you could be that blind, but I guess you are. The partners that renamed it Exposure Notification System <laughs> to to be more accurately to more accurately reflect its functionality, which is designed to notify individuals of potential exposure to others who have confirmed cases of COVID-19 while preserving privacy around identifying info and location data. Sure. The launch today means the public health agencies can now use the API in apps released to the general public. To date, Apple and Google have only released beta versions of the API to help with the development process. The tech is not an app, but lays the foundation for contact tracing apps to utilize the technology. So it's not an app. What it is, is they're putting this ability on your phone to be used by your local governments who create the app who use the technology that Google and Apple put on your phone. Let's look. To be clear, this launch means that developers working on behalf of public health agencies can now issue apps that make use of it. Apple and Google themselves are not creating an exposure notification or contact tracing app. The companies say that many U.S. states and 22 countries across five continents have already asked for and been provided access to the API to support their development efforts. Did everybody hear that? And again, if this does not connect to your spirit in a riveting way, your spirit has been corrupted by lies and galactically wrong theology. This should bother you, Christian. Well, people are like, well, this is all going to have, I, I love those, the people who put that on here. This is all going to have to happen anyway. So you just, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you, James 4, 7. Again, don't let the Bible get in the way of what you believe. 
If you're sitting at home following Romans 13, first of all, you have a complete galactically misunderstood perception of Romans 13. But this should bother you. You should be actively fighting against this. Non-violently. The API to support their development efforts and they anticipate more being added going so... Did everybody hear that? How many states... The companies say that the U.S. states and that many U.S. states, they don't give a number, in 22 countries over five continents are already developing contact tracing apps to use Google and Apple's technology. Fact! Fact! So far, Apple and Google say they have, they have conducted more than 24 briefings and tech talks for public health officials. The mark of the beast, I'm telling you, is not going to be, hey, it's Satan who wants to sign up for a 666 tattoo. It's not going to go that way. They're going to have a reasonable explanation for you, like vaccinations or contact tracing. You know, let me just use Bill Gates' technology of an applicable tattoo that basically sends chemicals that can be read into your permanent ones into your bloodstream that can read that that actually put out a digital communique of whether you've been vaccinated or not. That's how it's gonna happen, folks. I'm not saying it'll be Gates. I'm not saying it'll be specifically just vaccinations or anything. We none of us know that for sure. But th- you have to see the skids getting greased here. If you don't, you are living in grave theological error. See, I'm a Bible thumper. I'm not a real radical. Any, I'm, I'm a radical only because I stand in the word. Well, you're supposed to use wisdom. Not in the Bible. Not your wisdom. God's word is wisdom. That's where I stand. If God's word says I can bind this thing, then it's bound. If, if the God's word says no plague shall draw near thy dwelling, it's bound. That's where I stand. That's what makes me radical. That, that technology should rivet your spirit. If it doesn't, something's wrong. Repent. Church burned from PJ Media 522. Church burned after filing suit challenging coronavirus restrictions. An Alabama church that filed suit against the city of Holly Springs for its coronavirus restrictions orders was burned to the ground in an apparent arson attack. This is what happens when you endorse lies. You, a lot of Christians and conservatives, you're humble. You know what? I, this, you know, this is a sickness, and it is causing people to die. And I'm doing good thing by by showing people to, that I'm not going to be a carrier. No, you bought in. You're pre. If you're quarantining yourself, if you're wearing a mask, you are preaching lies. This is what happens when Christians preach lies. When Christians buy into lies. When Christians submit to lies. When Christians submit to liars. We should have been leading the way the whole time, keeping our churches open. Listen, I was putting it out on social media. Picture live videos and recorded videos of our congregation in very close proximity. We never social distanced for one second. 
And we got death threats and people are wishing we were going to die of COVID because there are a bunch of idiots that have bought into the lie that is the response to this. It's all a lie. We never needed a lockdown. We never needed a social distance. We never needed a quarantine. You never needed to lose your business. No hospital ever needed to go bankrupt. Gretchen Whitmer, Whitmer never should have had power like she does. Cuomo, Wolf, Inslee, Murphy, Gnaw them. All of them never should have had power like they did, but the church led the way in giving it to them. And I know some of you don't agree with all of my revelation theology. You don't have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. But I am telling you that Christians will knock out of the way unbelievers to take the mark of the beast themselves. They'll knock the unbelievers out of the way. Because you should know better. You're far more in danger than an unbeliever being lukewarm. And I'm not saying your overall state of spirituality is lukewarm, but you are lukewarm on, on, the, on the truth about COVID if you're sitting at home quarantining yourself. Church is burned to the ground because people are buying in the lies. I already read that one. Here's a good one from the Gateway Pundit. From yesterday, Cuomo was all smiles. Andrew Cuomo was all smiles from the, for his daily news conference on Friday when he opened with a tidbit about upcoming Memorial Day celebrations in New York. What are they going to celebrate? How are they going to celebrate our brave men and women dying on our behalf? And look, at I hope some of you go on my Facebook page, you can find it, scroll down about, I don't know, probably put it out five, six days ago, about what our previous generation was in comparison storming the beaches of Normandy and us our generation hiding behind our recliners, looking up at a 99.9% survival rate and acting like there's people emerging from their corners. Oh, we survived. We survived. Survived what? You survived nothing. You were lied to and you bought right into it. And here's Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo also urged reporters as guests the number of people who have logged onto the government website to vote on post on, on the best pro-mask promotional video. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, and great job, Christians that are wearing a mask. You are a Cuomo supporter. Good job. Man, Tom, you're hard on the church. That's right. And if you don't, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians. This is in order. 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy. Read them. All the ones written by Paul, he wasn't real easy on the church either. The governor was asked about, let me, oh, I got to go back to that. Asking about people's votes on their pro-mask promotional video. I mean, how galactically stupid can anything be? The governor was asked about reopening New York Memorial Day weekend beach, pol beach policies, whether or not the state should legalize marijuana and sports gambling. They're not even open. How are you going to sports gamble when you're not open? And the state, what, are you gonna, what sport are you going to gamble on, dum-dums? There are no sports. And the state's COVID-19 death count, but not the nursing. They ask everything, right? There's our media, Christians. There's the ones that are giving you your marching orders if you're a quarantiner or mask wearer. 
But they didn't ask about his nursing home policy. New York State has the most coronavirus cases in the United States. As of Friday, there have been 28,000 COVID-19 deaths in the state. That's highly, highly, highly inflated. The fourth most populous in the U.S. with more than 19 million people. But California, the most populous state at nearly 40 million residents, has 3,000 deaths. 28,000 versus 3,000. Texas, the second largest, the second largest state at, at about 29 million, has 1,400 COVID deaths. And Florida, number three on the list of 21 million and home to many elderly residents comes in between the two at 2,190 deaths. In fact, New York has more deaths than the next five hardest hit states combined. That includes New Jersey. According to, the, according to John Hopkins Center for System Science and Engineering, and more than 30% of all COVID deaths nationwide occurred in New York State. Great job, Andy. You had one job, protect your most vulnerable, and I'm going to use my cuss word, and you crapped all over them. New York, more than 4,500 recovering coronavirus patients were sent to New York's already, already vulnerable nursing homes under a controversial state directive that was ultimately scrapped amid, amid criticisms. It was accelerating the nation's deadliest outbreaks. According to the count by the Associated Press, the state directive ran from March 25th. Their COVID nursing home death sentence directive ran from March 25th to May 10th. The AP compiled its own tally to find out how many COVID death patients were discharged from hospitals to nursing homes under the March 25th directive. Discharged from hospitals straight to the nursing homes with COVID. And they knew they had COVID. Under the March 25th directive, after New York's health department declined to release its internal survey. The only place I cannot get death counts. Every state has its own health department and they have a, what they call a dashboard. And you can go on there and find out how many people have died of COVID, how many COVID cases there are. You can't find it in New York. I wonder why that is. I wonder why. And look right here. After the health department declined to release its internal survey. I wonder why that is. It says it's still verifying data that was incomplete. Yeah, right. A big and indefensible problem for, for facilities that even Governor Cuomo, the main proponent of the policy running from March 25th all the way to 10 days ago, 13 days ago. It ran all the way from there where he was shipping COVID-19 active cases into nursing homes. He had one stinking job and he miserably failed and he's cost 5,000 people their lives. He'll sleep like a baby at night without hesitation. He can't wait for his next press conference to have a bunch of sycophants. Oh, we worship you, Andy. We worship you. Please take Joe Biden's place in the election because he's a doddering idiot. It was the single, this is from a person who lost their dad. Ready? It was the single dumbest decision anyone could make if they wanted to kill people. Daniel Aberini said of the directive, which prompted him to pull his 88-year-old father out of a Brooklyn nursing home where more than 50 people have died in one nursing home. His father later died of COVID-19 at home. Gee, I wonder where he got it. Andy, this isn't rocket scientist Aberini. 
Aberini said, we knew the the most vulnerable and elderly and compromised are in nursing homes and rehab centers. Unbelievable. Un, un, unbelievable. This is a funny one. Dr. Fauci now says staying closed too long could cause irreparable damage. This is the man who caused this entire economic collapse. I'll read you the timeline. Some of you know this, but there's a little bit extra data in here, so pay attention. Dr. Fauci now says staying closed too long could cause irreparable damage after using junk model to destroy economy. Dr. Tony Fauci and Dr. Deborah Books used the Imperial College model. Who's that from? Our good buddy, Neil Ferguson, who has since had to resign his position from the Imperial College. Why? Remember, Neil Ferguson is the one who said 2.2 million Americans were going to die of COVID. 500,000 Brits were going to die of COVID. That's what he said, right? He since had to resign his position because he got caught violating his own lockdown order, own lockdown order recommendations while he had an adulterous affair with a married woman in the midst of having an adulterous affair with a married woman. Dr. Tony Fauci and Deborah Birx used the Imperial College, Imperial College model to persuade President Trump to lock down the entire U.S. economy. The fraudulent model predicted 2.2 million American deaths from the coronavirus. The authors of the Imperial College model shared their feelings with White House coronavirus, with the White House coronavirus task force in early March. Everybody hear that now. The Imperial, Imperial College model. The authors, Neil Ferguson, of the Imperial College model shared their feelings with the White House coronavirus task force Burks and Fauci in early March. Fauci and Burks then met with President Trump privately and urged him to shut down the U.S. and destroy the record Trump economy based on this model. New analysis of the Imperial College model finds the study is completely unusable for scientific purposes. The Imperial College study was a complete sham. Dr. Fauci and Birch pushed a garbage model on the White House and the American public and destroyed the U.S. economy. President, President Trump admitted that during a press conference in early April that two very smart people came into his office and urged him to lock down the economy or 2.2 million Americans would die from the coronavirus. Fauci has been wrong nearly every step of the way. As reported weeks ago in mid-April, Dr. Fauci admitted that it was he and Dr. Burks who persuaded President Trump to lock down the U.S. economy. And now he says, staying locked down too long may be hazardous to your health. No kidding. No kidding, man, who has not done one, has not had an interaction in person with a patient for 40 years. Trying to fix my computer so I can see you guys. There we go. Dr. Fauci, I can tell you the first and only time that I said we should do mitigation strongly, the response was, yes, we will do it. Unbelievable. I'm not going to read the rest of it. Most of you know it. But I want to ask this one question. Where was this? Where was this advice about how 
dangerous staying locked down could be. Where was this advice in, on March? In March, let's say, say March 15th or April 5th or April 20th or May 1st or May 15th. Why suddenly now? All right, one or two more and we'll call it a night. So we got lots of people watching. I don't want to let you guys down. I love you guys. Thank you for watching. Listen, I yell a lot and I am very passionate. Listen, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this. I am not one of these good time pastors. Everything is awesome. It's great to see. Oh, it's awesome. You're awesome. You have to use awesome every other word if you're going to be an ARC church pastor or a progressive church pastor or a, a pastor that has constant uh, loving uh, monotone inflections in his voice. I'm not one of those. I'm not one that smiles all the time. I'm not one that tells you that you're okay when you're not. You know, that's, that's kind of what, you know, what I'll, I'll kind of finish with tonight. I'm going to finish, start, I'm going to finish with how I finished the other night, but it's just on the start and then I'm going to finish differently. I want, I want everyone to know this. The lie has to be acknowledged. The response to this was a lie created by Neil Ferguson in the Imperial College model, bought into by Dr. Burks and Fauci, fed to Donald Trump, and he sadly believed it. It's all a lie. Nothing, none of the draconian measures should have ever taken place. Not one ounce of social distancing ever needed to take place, ever. I don't know if I brought it with me or not. The stuff that I'm seeing, I, told, I read this to you on Thursday. I'm just doing it quick, so stay with me. I'm closing, right? We're going to be done in the next three minutes. Three or four minutes, done, all right? So stay with me. When you see all the stuff on TV, Taco Bell's contactless drive through rethinking the classroom, stronger together, we have to be alone for a time. It's all lies. Today, the world looks pretty different. Lies. It's what I said the other day. Bull crap what it all is to take on these new problems we need new thinking during these unprecedented times it's all bull crap you have to acknowledge the lie masks are a lie social distancing is a lie quarantining yourself is a lie the lockdowns are a lie. Closing businesses, reopening businesses safely is a lie. It all has to be called lies. You're like, well, I don't want to be that offensive. Then we're never going back to normal. Until this is acknowledged. And again, I keep picking on him because I'm so, so disappointed in Sean Hannity. Sean, you should be, I don't know, you have any chance of ever seeing this video? But you should be out in front calling this lies and not congratulating people on their social distancing measures and believing in masks. We'll never go back to normal until you acknowledge that coronavirus is exactly the same as the flu. Statistically, exactly the same. It has to be stated. Well, I'll lose friends if I state it. Pastors, I'll lose congregants if I state it. You don't run from the truth to save congregants, to save your congregation.
I lost up to 40% of mine. They're back. And I got people coming in from out of town. You don't lie. You don't buy into a lie to save your church. You preach the word. You preach the truth. No matter what the consequence, we don't weigh the consequence on whether you tell the truth or not. You tell the truth. Coronavirus has the same statistics as the flu. The lie has to be exposed. And for pastors you, who have bought into this, you have to repent of it before you open your churches. Don't do revisionist history like it never happened. Or go in embracing the new normal. Are you insane? Do you know what the new normal means? Contact tracing, wearing masks in church, having technology on your phone that tracks you, tells that, that will notify you and other people that you were that you were in contact with somebody who had corona and now you have to go into quarantine you're going to embrace this pastors you need to repent of embracing this lie you need to you need to repent of not resisting the devil or we will never see normal again until you call it what it is coronavirus is a lie yes it exists but its statistics are the same as the flu anything that says anything beyond that is a lie and until that's exposed and acknowledged and eradicated we are never going back to normal because people think that when you walk into a room you're carrying the bubonic plague and pastors and christians you've endorsed that you've endorsed it by closing your churches and staying at home You've endorsed it, and you need to repent because you're not carrying the plague. It has a 99.9% survival rate. It has a zero effect on children. You need to repent. There's nothing out there to be afraid of. And even if there was, where's your Bible? Where's your Bible? And I love this too, you know. I love this. I'm finishing with this. I'm finishing with what I call the love experts. The tone and verbiage monitors. Yeah, I'm talking to you. If you think I'm talking to you, I am. You know what I say to you, tone and verbiage monitors? Why don't you read Romans chapter 12, verse 3? Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance to the measure of faith God has given you. The verbiage and... and, and tone monitors you love experts who do nothing but talk you really how loving are you when you have embraced a lie you've embraced self-quarantine you've embraced wearing a mask you've embraced not going to church you've embraced your church closing how loving are you i'm the one out there laying hands on the sick where are you oh the crazy the, the yeller the mean guy who calls people dumb yeah, I'm the one out there providing for people who need money, not you. I'm laying hands on the sick, not you. I'm giving financial aid to people, not you. I'm Listen, a couple weeks ago, I was helping people move. Where were you at? At home, quarantined. I'm out there humping furniture around. Where are you at, love expert? Tone monitor? Verbiage monitor? at home doing nothing judging me 
I'm the one who's counseling the broken in person. I'm the one hugging the broken in person. Where are you at? Well, I'm quarantined because I'm afraid of a 0.1% death rate. That's who you are. That is who you are. That's who you are. Listen, either embrace it or repent of it. That's your choice. Let's pray. Ready? Let's pray for our country to wake up. Lord, we have lost our sense of freedom. And we know Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Lord, I pray over my offended brothers and sisters. I pray over my unoffended brothers and sisters. I pray over my repentant brothers and sisters. I pray over my unrepentant brothers and sisters. And Holy Spirit, I ask you to go to each and every one of us, including me, and draw us to where you want us to be. Draw us back to where you want us to be. Draw us to open our churches. Draw us to open our eyes. Draw us to live in the truth. Draw us to live in the Constitution that was a blessing to us by Christian men and women. Lord, draw us to your altar. Draw us to repentance. And Lord, let the church lead this country back to where it belongs, living in freedom. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Listen to this now. Tomorrow morning, I'm open. 10 a.m., full-blown service, never closed. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. If you didn't get that, it's Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. We go for about 90 minutes. That's our whole service. 90 minutes, maybe a little over that. About 90 minutes. Awesome worship. Hey, you get to hear me talk again. Woo! Awesome, isn't it? So be here. If you have to drive two hours, be here. I'll make room for you. If your church isn't open, be here tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. And make sure I'm going to look for you in the congregation. I'm going to ask who's from out of town. Let's fill this church. Let's worship together tomorrow. Amen. Listen, I love you guys. God bless you. Whether I see you tomorrow or not, have a great weekend. Love you.